Good morning and welcome to another beautiful Tuesday, February 15th, 2022. Today, we're going to be discussing the Super Bowl, kind of how that looked like. Give a quick little congratulations to the Rams, uh, the Los Angeles Rams winning the first Super Bowl since 1999. Uh, you know, that Kurt Warner, the underdog story, definitely uh, Hollywood written ending to the to the season for the Rams. But without further ado, oh, you guys know I'm really enjoying this Mother Earth coffee. Um, this will probably be the last week sipping on that. Um, might grab a few different types. Probably going to grab this again because I really like this. This Mother Earth, um, the breakfast blend, real good. Don't need a whole lot with it. Um, to make it feel good, um, make it taste good, you know. But let's get into this game. Man, started off uh, a little slow, um, especially for the Bengals, started off a little slow. Um, but it was definitely plenty of action going on. Uh, good game. Not necessary. I wouldn't necessarily put it up there with the rest of the playoffs, but still came down to the final possession. Um, less than two minutes left, and uh, Bengals had a chance. You know, the the Rams took the lead with less than two minutes left. Bengals had a chance to take to tie or take the lead, and it just didn't. They weren't able to get it done. Um, let's start off uh, first quarter. You had the Rams um, on the first drive. Uh, four plays and a punt. Bengals went for it uh, on fourth, fourth and one. Uh, no good. Uh, but it was around midfield or so. Um, wasn't necessarily an ideal spot for a punt. Um, shortly after that, OBJ uh, with the touchdown against. Who Mike Hill. I kind of talked about it last week. Um, I thought he'd be covering Cooper Cup a little bit more, but ended up turning around and was on OBJ on this play and a little back shoulder and beautiful, beautiful little play. Got the touchdown, gave the Rams a quick 7-0 lead, um, to which then the Bengals went three and out and punted the ball. Um, Rams got the ball and they weren't able to extend their lead and said they had to punt again. They did punt it inside the 10 yard line, uh, but the Bengals were able to return it for a little over 20 yards, um, and start with the ball around the 30 yard line. Um, and the Bengals would go on to get a field goal out of this drive after two pretty big plays, one by, uh, to start off the drive, 11-yard rush by Joe Mixon. And then a 46-yard bomb to Jamar Chase. Again, it's the deep plays. I, I don't I don't quite understand it. They got all those playmakers. Um, they love the slants, but then they love, love those fades, those deep go routes. Um, there was a video I saw yesterday from the – Coach's film um, that showed on the fourth and one that 
Joe Burrow was barely able to get the ball out. Should have technically been considered a sack. Um, but on that play, Jamar Chase was behind the secondary deep. I think that teams next year are really going to need to keep that in mind and, and watch. I mean, I, I really only saw two routes the majority of this postseason. Um, you know, I could throw a third route in there, but it was really only two. It was the slant and the fade um, for the Bengals. There, from time to time, you would see um, a curl route thrown in there. Um, but those were definitely the two highlight plays for the Bengals. Um, but they were able to get a field goal out of that. Essentially, in the quarter, Rams would get the ball. I think they ran one play, started the second quarter. Um, but the Rams answered back with a couple of big plays. They had Odell Beckham with a 35-yard catch, uh, Henderson with a 25-yard catch, and then uh, Cooper Cup had the touchdown. Um, OBJ, I think we saw, was really – Really putting in his work, doing what he had to do, being a great number two. And then he ended up, unfortunately, getting hurt. Um, And that really, really hurt the the Rams. They already had Higby, the tight end, Tyler Higby. He was already out of the game. Um, The backup tight end for the Rams ended up getting hurt. Um, So I think his name was Hickson. Uh, who we ended up seeing a lot of. He was the third-string tight end, saw a lot of action from him. I think he had uh, four or five catches. Um, Of course, we know Robert Woods was hurt. He's been out uh, about half the season. But then OBJ getting hurt during that game really took away a primary weapon. I think we saw some of the struggles that the Rams had with that, including the run game. The Bengals weren't scared of the run game that he – the Rams averaged 1.9 yards per carry. And and, and I got to give the Bengals props for that. You know, last week against the Chiefs, um, they didn't give up a lot of yards, but the yards per carry was crazy. It was, uh, what did I say it was? Like, oh, it was over five yards a carry. Um, the Chiefs just chose not to run the ball. This week, the Rams couldn't run the ball. Um, um, and I think a lot of that had to do with OBJ being out. Uh, the offensive line for the Rams being a little older. Um, but just uh, something to be cognizant of. Uh, Rams then took a 13-3 to lead. Looked like they might start pulling away. Um, however, the Bengals made sure to um, answer back on the next drive going down the field, scoring a touchdown. They had two big third down plays, one a third and six, which uh, Higgins caught a 14-yard pass. Uh, I believe that was a curl route um, on the outside. And then um, on third and two, the they got a little pop-out um, to Jamar Chase, who ended up picking up the yards um, and getting the first. Joe Mixon. Uh, on that drive of note, he did get 25 yards, um, and he also threw the passing touchdown, a little pop pass, which I was honestly expecting the Rams to use the way that the running game wasn't working. I thought maybe they could use that down in the red zone. Um, didn't ended up not coming to fruition or not needing to, uh, but that touchdown by the Bengals made it 13-10. 
Um, Rams would get the ball back, turn it over in the end zone. It was a third and long uh, ball right inside uh, the Bengals' side of side of the field. Rams Stafford decided to throw one up on third and long into the back of the end zone. Uh, he underthrew it. Uh, he might have needed to throw that ball about a half second earlier um, and put it in that same spot, and he might have been able to hit Jefferson. Um, but instead, um, the Bengals were able to come up with the interception and stop the drive. Um, that is the drive that OBJ got hurt, and I think it really showed. Um, the Rams couldn't find a really second option. Uh, Jefferson wasn't able to to get the job done a lot of the times. No offense. I know he had a lot uh, probably running on his mind as he left as soon as the game ended. His wife was uh, in labor during the game. Uh, she left the game in labor, so something to be aware of. Um, next drive, the Rams' defensive line. Uh, the Bengals took over after that interception at the 20-yard line, and on third down, the Rams' defensive line stepped up. Um, there was Jones, Aaron Donald, Von Miller, you know, a few guys in on that play made the stop. Um, and then right before half, um, the Rams had the ball again, weren't able to score. Um, it was – there was a play I want to talk about uh, on that last last drive. It was third and one, um, and it was a fade to Van Jefferson. Um, he didn't get enough separation, and Stafford wasn't able to hit him. But what I did see is they ran, uh, if I remember right, it was a cover zero. If Jefferson had just gave a little nod to the slant to the inside, gave a little fake move to the inside, um, he would have been able to then – fade to the outside. I think that was the wide side of the field, if I remember right, too. So he could have faded up, uh, had all the room, let Stafford, especially if he keeps the ball, if he keeps his route um, between the hashes and the numbers, that gives Stafford a lot of room to the outside to throw that ball um, and gives him a little more space. I think, you know, I've talked about it a couple times. I think OBJ was in there. That's a huge play right there. Um, Van Jefferson, just do a couple of – do some work on your – on your route running in the offseason, step it up. Um, not sure if OBJ is going to be back. That's going to be an interesting thing to watch in the offseason um, during free agency. So, um, But we are going to take a quick commercial break, and then we'll get back here, uh, talk about the exciting second half and uh, what both teams kind of did, made adjustments to um, get the outcome that the game ended with. So after this, we'll get back and go over the second half. And welcome back. Hopefully we were able to go uh, start your Keurig, go refill your coffee, go to the bathroom, do what you needed to do during that break, and get into this second half here. Um, so coming, uh, coming out of halftime, score was 13 to 10 Rams. Um, first play, there was a lot of controversy on this play. I think some of it was kind of, has been overshadowed by the, um, the penalties that were called at the end of the game. But on this play, um, receiver clearly 
offensive pass interference, pulled Jalen Ramsey to the ground, um, and then caught the pass, took off 75 yards later. He was in the end zone, and uh, uh, the Bengals took the lead. Um, one play, it was 17-13, and on the first offensive play for the Rams after that, there was an interception by Wuzier. Um, so ended up turning from a 13-10 game to a 17-3 game. Bengals have the ball, um, and they're already in field goal range. At this point, it looks like the Bengals might um, might do what you know what they did against the Chiefs and what they've done kind of during this playoff push, making halftime adjustments, coming back and and winning the game. Um, so they take over, um, on third and 11, uh, they run a little, the Rams defense have been stepping up third and 11, um, the Bengals run a little wide receiver screen, um, pick up 10 yards, turns into fourth and one, uh, what happens same thing that happened uh, in the Chiefs game. And this is kind of where I really started started getting a little a little antsy and really thinking that the, the Bengals were going to start pulling away with this one. Um, Joe Burrow took off out of the pocket, picked up a first down on fourth and one. Um, but the Rams defense stepped up, and um, I think it was – third and around four or five. Um, Aaron Donald comes up with a huge sack, gets in there, um, actually holds on to Joe Burrow, brings him down, and the Bengals have to settle for a field goal. Um, Right after that, the uh, Rams take the ball, go downfield, get a few few yards um, on a third and eight. Daryl Henderson, who had a really good game receiving the ball, I think under underrated. Um, he picked up a huge first down, um, and but then for some reason on third and five, the Rams decided to do a reverse wide receiver pass. Um, Cooper Cup comes off the end, gets the reverse, and throws an incomplete pass to Matthew Stafford, a little Philly special kind of looking thing. Um, I really felt though that Cooper should have just taken off with it. Matthew Stafford was wide open. Um, Not upset for him for throwing that ball. Matthew Stafford was wide open. Um, However, it would have picked up a few, it would have picked up the first, but wouldn't have got a touchdown or done anything massive. Um, the safety was coming over. I think it was the, either safety or the linebacker was coming, was crashing down on Stafford. Um, so he pro- most likely would have got tackled quickly. Um, however, <laughs> Cooper Cup on that play had the edge. Um, it was either the linebacker or the defensive end was rushing towards Cup. Um, and then that's when Cup decided to throw the ball, overthrew it. If he just takes off on that, uses his speed, relies on it, trusts it, um, he takes off around that edge and most likely picks up the first down. Um, and the drive continues. But instead, they settle for a field goal, 20-16. Um, to 16. 
um, ends up being the score at this point in time. And this is where the um, both defenses really started stepping up. The Rams couldn't couldn't run the ball, and uh, the Bengals' offensive line couldn't stop the Rams from getting in there. Seven sacks. Joe Burrow got sacked seven times. Um, he, man, I, I really, um, I really thought Von Miller played an amazing game. I think he was huge. Um, there were those seven sacks. He had um, one on second down, um, two possession uh, at the beginning of the fourth quarter, um, makes it a third and eighteen, and. Uh, the the Bengals end up having to punt the ball. Um, there was uh, Matthew Stafford got rolled up on, rolled his ankle. Um, Joe Burrow, same thing, got rolled up on. His, I think, was his knee. Um, Stafford's was his ankle. Both of those guys came back in, um, showed their grit and their toughness and really – Really went to work um, again. Um, shortly after Stafford got sacked and the Rams had to punt, Von Miller got in there, and that's when Joe Burrow got got kind of hurt. Was when Von Miller got that other sack. Um, there was a huge drop. Tyler Boyd, his first drop of the season, would couldn't come at a more inopportune time. Um, as on third and nine, he drops. Drops a ball on what route, you might ask? A slant. God, I tell you what, if some of these coaches just listen to me, they would have the game plan for what these teams were doing. Like, golly. Um, and then after that, that's it was on the possession right before the Rams got the ball and went down the field um, to score with a minute 25 remaining. 2016 game. And they decide they really uh, they force fed the ball to Cooper Cup. They said, "Look, you're a triple crown winner, um, offense player of the year. You should uh, you sh- we should make sure we get you the ball." Um, and on that final drive, uh, Cooper Cup ran the ball one time for seven yards um, and had four catches for 39 yards, um, including the last one, which was um, a back shoulder. Um, Man, that was that was a heck of a drive. Stafford, the play that everyone's talking about, that um, that um, no look pass. Um, I think it was good, but I think when you watch it, you can really see what it was. He saw that opening the whole way. Um, I think if you're playing at the NFL level, that is a pass that you should be making. Um, that wasn't the craziest thing that I, I think we've seen. It wasn't that athletic. He, I think the the touchdown pass, I think it was the first one to OBJ. Um, it was either the one to OBJ or the first one to Cooper Cup um, was a better throw when he was on the run, um, bootlegging out to his right, um, and throws it off the wrong foot. He, he makes a really good play. I think that was a better throw than the no look, in my opinion. Um, no look. And again, if you look at the angle from behind the secondary, um, looking at Stafford's face, you can kind of see him look at Cup um, 
off on the right-hand side. He looks that direction, sees him, uh, looks to the tight end, and as soon as that linebacker breaks on the tight end, he throws it right behind where the linebacker was. I mean, I haven't played in the NFL, but I, I know growing up that that was one of the things they taught the quarterbacks, and that's one of the things they taught me as a receiver to be aware of is, you know, get where the defender just came from. That defender just came from that area. He threw it right where he was. I mean, I mean, it was right in front of him. It was a straight pass directly in front of him. Not that difficult of a throw just because he was looking away. Um, but still, nonetheless, congratulations. Great job. You get down the field and score. Here's where it gets iffy. There's a minute 25 left. Joe Burrow receives the kickoff. Um, and wow, that first play. Did you guys catch that? They, the Rams were backed off a little bit. They hit quick 17 yards to Jamar Chase. And I was like, uh-oh, Joe Burrow's going to show. Uh, he's going to do what Mahomes did. I mean, yeah, he had more time. But uh, I was like, oh, man, he's going to go down the field real quick, get this field goal, tie the game up. Um, but um, they throw the ball again. On first and second down, on third down, this, this is where it gets gets crazy. They had one of the top rushing attacks, and there for a few weeks, Joe Mixon was <clears throat> a top three running back um, there until the last couple weeks of the season. On third and one, Joe Mixon gets stopped. Everyone talked about Aaron Donald, and he one hand stuffed him and everything else. Yeah, he did. He did. And I, I, Aaron Donald, great play. But – is it everyone else blind? Like Gaines was in there on that play. Gaines was in the middle. Aaron Donald came from the DN position. Gaines was in the middle of the play. He broke through and got that tackle just as much as Aaron Donald did. Um, I, I think people need to look at that. Um, give him some credit on that play as well, along with Aaron Donald. Um, fourth down, though, that was Aaron. I mean, goodness. he He got in there and... And got his, uh, technically was his third sack of the game. The second one was kind of a, uh, it was Joe Burrow for a one-yard loss if, after Joe took off. Um, but that was a great play. I think that was huge for Aaron Donald um, and, and the Rams. That play, and there was a few other times where the Rams did that. Um, they noticed they were getting double the triple teamed, and they kind of stood back in a spy position and, and and wrapped Burrow up and made sure he didn't get yards, or if he did, it was minimal. Um, the Chiefs did not do that. Well, let me rephrase that. Frank Clark, you did not do that. There were multiple times, again, with the Josh Allen and the uh, Joe Burrow, the Bills and the Bengals games, both of them, you, you looked slow. Golly. Chiefs, if you're listening, move to Sean Wharton to the outside. He's faster than Frank Clark was, or at least what he's moving now. He looks like he's half-ass running. Um, the the Rams, on the other hand, Aaron Donald, uh, Von Miller, Jones, uh, Leonard Floyd, those guys, Gaines, uh, Robinson, more of a run stopper, but those guys did their jobs, and they, they wanted it. They wanted it just a little bit more. Um, and they were able to get out there and on fourth and one, Aaron Donald again, um, or no, this one, it wasn't a sack. My apologies. Um, it would have been his fourth sack. Um, I thought it should have been classified as a sack, but it wasn't, um, Joe Burrow was able to get the ball out, but fourth down doesn't matter. Game's over. Um, 
Bengals had one timeout left with, I think it was around 35 seconds left. Um, not going to do anything. Bengals could have taken that timeout, but next play Rams would have took a knee. Game would have been over. Instead, Bengals accepted it, um, got it for what it was, and and the Rams were able to come out. And that's back-to-back years now that the NFC has won the championship, um, won the Super Bowl. It, it's... Um, Came out that, um, you know, Aaron Donald might retire. Sean McVay's not sure if he's coming back. Um, there's a lot of ifs and ands along that Rams front office after they won, and they won one. I think that that's, that's interesting and kind of telling where the NFL is. These guys are retiring a lot earlier than in years past. Um, I think that workload's really getting to them. And the hours, the work in, 100 hours a week. Um, some of those guys, and then practice for the players. I think that it's it's really starting to take their tolls on a lot of them. Um, <clears throat> um, and so I think that some of those higher end, higher paid players are going to start retiring sooner, um, not put their bodies through all of that. But it's going to be interesting um, to see. Uh, the Rams, I think, definitely have some some decisions to be made as far as what they want to do um, offensively. You know, Robert Woods was hurt. He'll probably be coming back um, um, after the beginning of the season. Uh, maybe – I don't think he'll make it by the beginning, but right after Cam Akers was hurt this entire season, he did come back uh, for the playoffs but looked uh, – didn't really look that well in the Super Bowl. So to be telling – Kind of, kind of to see what they're going to do there. Sony Michelle was their leading rusher for the year um, after trading for him in the offseason after Akers went down. So it'll be interesting to see if they keep him. Um, you got OBJ, who's going to be a free agent. Um, Higby, who was hurt. Hopkins, who actually played a pretty good game coming out of that third tight end position. Um, I thought he did, he, he did pretty well, all things considered. Um, good job. Um, Skowronek, Skowronek, number 18, who came in for the Rams um, after OBJ went down. Um, I think they'll work with him. He needs to get a little more work. I think he's also one of their um, special teams guys. Um, Going to be interesting. Powell might see a little more playing time. I think that's his name, the – the punt returner, who's who's quick and shifty, I think they could use, may possibly getting him involved in the offense a little bit. Um, I think you you have to do that. Get those get those playmakers, get those individuals who have the quick feet, fast, um, strong, can catch the ball. Get get those guys the ball in the open field and let them go to work. <clears throat> um, but as soon as the game was over, the odds came out. Chiefs are the favorite, thirteen to two. Bills right behind them at seven to one. Um, I, I'm I'm interested to see see this next season. I know I, I know this one just ended, but um, this season was definitely filled with um, didn't have as many games moved around due to COVID as as 2020, 2021 did. But um, there was definitely a lot of um, um, just all the t- each week 
there was a lot of uh, parity. That's the word I was looking for, parity in the league this year. It didn't matter. I mean, the Bills, who were considered one of the favorites going into the playoffs, um, law, they, they lost to both the Jets and the Jaguars. Um, the Titans, I believe, lost to the Jets. It was either the Jets or the Jaguars they lost to. Um, they also lost to the Texans. Uh, the Titans did. Um, there were there were quite a few teams that that had some very telling losses um, to some mediocre teams. Um, however, I, I think that the Chiefs still have to be one of the favorites. Um, you have Mahomes. You have Andy Reid. Um, all of their losses. Um, the only loss, well, no, they would have had two losses to non-playoff teams. However, when they lost to them, they were playoff teams. Let's be honest. The Ravens, who until Lamar Jackson got hurt, were a playoff team. They were the number one seed for part of the season. Um, Chiefs lost to them early on. Um, can't take anything. can't. Can't say that was a bad loss. And then you had the Chargers loss. Again, a team until the uh, <laughs> the last possession of the regular season. Not of their game. Not of their week. Of the regular season. The last possession of regular season knocked them out of the playoffs uh, in that game against the Raiders. A really good game. So I think that there's definitely um, – some things to look forward to the Chiefs, um, the Rams. Again, uh, they're going to have to be able to make it out of that division. That division's really hard. Um, you have the 49ers, who they were able to beat in the NFC Championship game, but who had them on the ropes. Um, who, if they're, again, one of their biggest things, I don't know what's going on with their training staff and their medical personnel. They they might want to bring a couple people in or try a few different things because they're constantly getting hurt, it feels like. I don't know if they need to do a little more, a little less at practice, something, figure that out. Um, try and stay healthy, though, because um, they're a team definitely uh, to be worried about, um, I think. But I think that there's a lot of free agents that are going to determine – what this next season is going to look like. One of the big ones, of course, everyone's been talking about, Aaron Rodgers. Um, everyone's kind of been like, oh, man, he's going to go to go to Denver. He's going to go to the to the Broncos, which I, I think is very – could very well happen. They have the talent. Um, there, there's the pieces around him. Um, however, if he's going to move, I think one – being a California boy, he doesn't want to go somewhere else where it's cold um, to have to play. Um, and and two, I don't think that if he's going to leave, I don't think that he's going to go somewhere where he's less likely to make the playoffs. Um, throughout the season, everyone was saying how – how weak the AFC was. I don't think that it had anything to do with the AFC being weak. I think the AFC was actually deeper than the NFC. I think the NFC was extremely top heavy. Um, you had those, those uh, couple of teams up there at the top with the Rams, 
Um, with the Green Bay before the playoffs, um, you had in the Buccaneers um, this year, especially with the Buccaneers, they're, you, you think they're going to take a drop back. Um, the Saints, you think they're going to take a drop back, um, even though they didn't have a quarterback this year, really. They also lost their head coach. Um, you have the Vikings, who people aren't quite sure yet what they're going to do with Kirk Cousins. Um, and and so there's there's quite a bit to be left out, be left to determine based off of the free agents um, and where they go, what trades are done. Um, so it's definitely going to be interesting coming into the new season. Um, right now, I mean, I'm not a betting man, especially on things that I have no control over, such as um, sporting events where I'm relying on other people and, and their training and their mental stability and, and w their decision-making process. I don't like to bet on that. Um, but those of you that do, um, I, I would definitely take the long shot or a longer shot um, going into the next year. I wouldn't take one of those top two teams. I uh, definitely think that you wait until the season starts to un unfold and, and take one of those long shots in the middle of the year, someone that's not doing quite as well, someone who you think once one or two pieces get healthy, um, <clears throat> that they start, that it turns around. Um, so definitely going to be interesting. But don't want you guys to think that just because football season is over that this is done. Um, we're going to be transitioning into uh, some college basketball, especially where I'm at. Uh, I'm about an hour from Lawrence. I'm in Kansas City, not too far from KU. Uh, Big 12 Championship is going to be here in about a month or so. So we're going to be getting ramped up for that. Uh, the conference championships. We're gonna have some of those, uh, some of those big games coming up, and then you have the NCAA March Madness tournament coming up. And uh, baseball, we're we're gonna talk about and kind of see what's going on there. We should have a new CBA uh, coming out hopefully soon. Um, I mean, the season's supposed to start in about six weeks or so. And they haven't even made it to spring training yet or been able to start spring training, I should say. Um, from my knowledge, a lot of the teams and front office staff um, have already made it down to uh, Arizona and Florida, depending on <clears throat> their locations. Um, but the players haven't. Uh, so that's going to be interesting to see <clears throat> kind of what goes on from there. We'll definitely be giving talking about that in the coming weeks. Um talking about the season we got the nba playoffs um coming up not too long from now um so definitely a lot to be looking forward to um although we're all a little sad that this season had is, is coming to a close um definitely a lot to to look forward to um one thing that um i'll probably be on the lookout for and i'll try and um keep you guys up to date on depending on what it's looking like um, is going to be the return of the XFL again with The Rock. Um, we'll kind of see see what all that has in store. So without further ado, thank you all so much. You have a great rest of your Tuesday. Um, stay blessed. And again, we're drinking on some Mother Earth's coffee, some of that breakfast blend.
Um, so go out there, have a great rest of your day, and I look forward to talk to talking to you guys next week. Adios. Hey there, I just want to give a quick little thanks to everyone for stopping by and taking a quick listen to Coffee and Sports with Zach, me, your host. Uh, now, if you don't mind, go ahead over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, wherever else you might get your uh, podcast. Go ahead, subscribe, like, you know, share it with your friends. Um, but let's get this out there. You know, I'm trying to share your weekly sports update from an average uh, sports fanatic such as yourself. Um, again, thank you. Please go over, like, subscribe, and share.